Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. Scripture does not tell us that believers should keep away from all unbelievers. Jesus taught his followers to befriend sinners and to actually lead them to him. Instead, Paul here is speaking against condoning or adopting the lifestyle of people who excuse, who love, and recommend bad behavior, whether they are in the church or outside it. Because these kind of people can quickly pollute the church and certainly endanger its unity and its purpose, as well as perhaps pollute the individual with his ears open. Yes, we must be friend to unbelievers if we're to lead them to Christ, but we must be very wary of those who are viciously evil, immoral, and opposed to all that Christianity stands for. Because these people, well, they're more likely to influence you than you influence them. We're in Ephesians chapter 5 today. We're going to begin in verse 6 where Paul the Apostle, writing to the believers in Ephesus, says, Don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins, for the terrible wrath of God is upon all those who do them. Don't even associate with such people. Now the implication again here is not that this was uh, actually happening, but the insinuation and implication here was that it was actually happening within that congregation. Now, I got to tell you, this issue so often baffles me because so many of us seem to refuse to believe that this kind of danger is a real danger. So we entertain words of known liars and deceivers without any regard to the peril. Ultimately, this always comes down to our pride. That's, that's the cause behind this action and ultimately behind our ultimate fall because we think, well, we're just way too smart to be deceived. Jesus warns us in Matthew 24 of this very issue. He says that there would be those who would come into the church that would, if we give them the chance, they would deceive the very elect. The very elect. Well, that's us, gang. This issue will become even more prevalent as we near the end of days because more and more people are going to flock to those who will tell them what they want to hear rather than the truth. And we see it happening already today. And Paul warns us of this repeatedly. Colossians, Galatians, Thessalonians, Timothy, Titus. Uh, John, uh, the apostle, warns us in his letters. Peter warns us in his. Look, the fact is, We are slow to accept the truth, and we're quick to receive a lie. It's that uh, gravitating towards dirty laundry that we see so prevalent in our society. It's further proof that we need salvation, not just desire it. God is more than just displeased about this kind of behavior. It says clearly that these folks will experience God's wrath. Now, that's some serious judgment there. Everyone, of course, says that they have a real good reason to disobey God's directives on this matter and really every matter of Scripture. But we know that there is no such thing. There is no good reason, and you're not special. 
These liars will operate up close in our own backyard as well as widely in the pseudo-religious political realm. On the large scale, today, we see scriptural sins being whitewashed due to political and new socially correct standards. Then, up close in our personal realms, we have to listen to the angry, disgruntled individual disrespect our church, its doctrine, and its leaders when we bump into them to the store because we take a stand with scripture. Look, people are going to use enticing and religious terms uh, when they try to play this with you, saying that they and you, uh, they can indulge in what the Bible says is sin because, you know, we're under God's grace, right? Well, hear me now, that's not what grace is for, and even Paul the Apostle points that out clearly in Romans chapter 6, verse 15. They'll tell you that their behavior is okay because, well, God loves them. And again, such only shows that they're using a different definition of love than that of Scripture. They always have a good reason to be excused for their unholy attacks and to receive a pass on their sin. Wayne Barber says, quote, First of all, for me to be deceived, I'm going to have to trust you. I am not going to be deceived by someone who I already have a question about. It is going to be someone who has my ear. It's going to be someone who has my time. And when I'm listening to them, then I'm going to be deceived. The word deceive means to be led astray. You are walking on a path, and all of a sudden something gets your ear. You trust what you are hearing, and all of a sudden you start turning that way. That is what it means to be deceived. Look, the classic support on this issue is, well, I'm just loving them. I mean, Jesus loved them, and I'm just going to do what he does. Well, that may be, gang, but when I go to the zoo, I love the wolves, and I love the lions, and I love the bears, but you know what? I don't crawl into the cage to shake their hands and pet them on the head. We are not to hate them, nor are we to blow right past them in the grocery store and fail to acknowledge them. But that, however, is a long way from standing around and having a chit-chat with them like they're your friends when they openly practice a disdain and overt attacks upon what you profess to love. The text says clearly, do not be partakers with them. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.